Welcome to the Bonnet Talks podcast, hosted by me, Amma Apia. This podcast is a platform for young people all over the world to share their current experiences and thoughts about what the heck is going on, child. From the Black female dating experience to surviving adulthood struggles in London, we chat about it all like a FaceTime call. And we're back, party people, with the first episode of TBT for 2021. I missed chatting with y'all. Thank you so much for your patience as I worked on bigger and better content for you guys. We kick off TBT 2021 with my podcast sister, Emily Gigliotti, a sports management grad student and host of The Purpose Project. We evaluate how we did in 2020, discuss the problem with New Year's resolutions, our mantras for the new year, and how to set intentional goals that will actually follow through with. If you know, you know. Okay. Let me tell y'all, it's all good stuff, and Emily is a literal gem. Let's take a listen, shall we? Emily, I'm so happy you're here. So <laughs> take I... introduce yourself, do whatever, you know, do this. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I am more happy to be here. I'm so excited. When you messaged me, I was like, didn't we plan on doing this like months ago? But Literally. it just like didn't happen. So it's going to happen now. Ama is also going to be on my podcast. So like she said, I am the host of the Purpose Project podcast, where we talk about all things mindset, career, lifestyle, just really understanding people's um, places and where they've gotten to where they are today. So I do a lot of solo episodes, but I also do a lot of guest episodes and just interview people and talk about how they got to where they are. So, and I, the whole purpose, purpose behind the Purpose Project is to discuss how I believe I truly believe that you can learn a lot in a classroom. Obviously, we both believe that we're in grad school, but at the end of the day, we can learn so much from one another and from each other's stories that you can't learn in a book. So by having these conversations, it allows me to learn and also for others to learn along the way. So, and then on top of that, like Ama said, I am in grad school. I am currently studying at Temple University in Philadelphia to get my master's of science in sport business with a concentration in recreation and event management. It is a mouthful, but <laughs> I, love it. I am I love it. <laughs> a soon to be graduate. I'm actually graduating this May, which is terrifying, but <laughs> I'm very excited to get into the workforce, have a master's degree under my belt, and just really dive into the area of event management and sport in general. Yeah. And speaking of the workforce, you recently just got a new job. I, I heard that on your your last podcast, which is so exciting. What the heck? Congrats. I'm so happy for you. You're Thank doing you. possible because literally it's so hard to find a job right now. So... It is. And just a little background behind that. So my degree, as you heard, sport, business, event management, I am really trying to focus on getting into baseball. Baseball is the scene I want to be in. But obviously right now, sports and events are not a thing. Like, Mm -hmm. not a thing because of COVID. I was working originally (laughs) as an event coordinator at a stadium here in Philadelphia, which was really cool, running concerts and events and different things, which was awesome. But I did get furloughed due to COVID and they kind of shut down their entire processes because events aren't happening. So I've had to really go through the process of trying to figure out, do I want to keep trying to find jobs in the entertainment industry, in the sport industry, and just keep pushing, which is what I did over the entire year of 2020. I really just tried to let's say, finesse my way through the year (laughs) and pay my bills and have multiple jobs and multiple internships and just try to figure it out, which I loved. 
But by the time all my contract positions were ending in November, it came for a time for me to realize and kind of put my, I guess my ego aside and my, yeah. um, just my gut aside where I was like, I want to work sports, 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 sport. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I need to pay my bills and I need to gain experience in the industry and I just need to keep growing because I think mm-hmm. you and I are the same people. We cannot right. keep moving unless we're growing. Like I do not right. want to stop. So right. I had to figure that out. And so I started applying a ton of different places. I did end up getting a position in the event industry, but I had to decline it due to certain situations with the position. So it was like a yay, then a no. No. Oh, yeah. I I know. And so I had to just kind of take a step back and realize like, what am I good at? What isn't Mm -hmm. in the sport in the event industry that I can get right now, which is Mm -hmm. my undergraduate degree in marketing. So I decided to apply a bunch of places. And then I actually went in for a part-time position as an office assistant. And they came back and offered me a full-time marketing associate position. Wait, that's incredible. That's so exciting, especially, you know, just the fact that you just put your foot out, like you just said, you know what, I'm going to try this. And the fact that you applied for an office assistant position and they came back and really saw the skills you have, Mm -hmm. that's incredible. And it's hard, you know, and that's why I always tell people too, because I think something else that I love about you, and I'll talk, touch upon this a little bit as well as, you know, you really create opportunities for yourself. And I always talk about this on the show. I'm literally a broken record. I say the same things every time. I'm not sure why you listen to every episode, guys, but I literally (laughs) think it's so important that you create opportunities for yourself. And I think 2020 has really taught us that, right? So you, I know with um, the purpose project, you started this, you started it actually initially as a different kind of podcast. It was kind of like a, was it a Dear Diary podcast kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole like, story that I tell. And I've tried to start a podcast four different times. The yeah. third time I started the podcast, I created a podcast called Dear Diary Podcasting. And it was oh. at the first of 2020. I literally just launched I think I launched about 10 or 12 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't giving enough of myself and enough uh, value to the people that were listening. It was basically a diary. I was coming on being like, this is how my week went. This is what I learned, which is beneficial. But I thought, what else can I bring to the table to allow people to learn and to grow and to create a community, which is why I changed it to the Purpose Project and pivoted to that, which I'm so glad I did. But I think 2020 was literally the year of pivot. Like it was just a year of changing on the go and just trying to figure out what's going on, which I know that's a skill that we are all going to take into the new year. Right. No, exactly. And I love I love that pivot. I don't know why I didn't think of that word before. One of my words for 2021 has something to do with pivoting. So I love that you brought that up because I think that was literally what we had to do. And the fact that you experienced that at the onset of 2020 is really interesting because I think the rest of us kind of experienced that more as a pandemic came along and all this other stuff happened. So I, I think it's incredible that you were able to switch, right? Like after the first few months, you know, realize that, realize that you actually want to do something else, pivot smoothly. Like you did it very well. I think the thing I realized like throughout the entire year was just like, we need to go with the flow and we need to just be able to make changes whenever is needed. Like, like you said, we need to create opportunities for ourselves. And the only way we're going to do that is not just sit back and just let the world take storm. Like Mm -hmm. 
things are crappy. Things are happening. Yes. Like you're allowed to be a sad, emotional, angry, whatever you need to be. But there's a point where we need to get up and go after what we're doing and make changes and pivot. I thought it'd be interesting if we could each like rate on a scale of like five stars, you know, certain aspects of 2020. Mm. I wanted to kind of see like where your mindset was at with this. How much did you plan and organize going into 2020? Like, did you feel like you were on top of it with the planning and organizing on a scale of like one to five stars? How do you think that went? It's funny. I I was reflecting on this like in the beginning of 2021. I was thinking about like a year back, like where was I today? What was I doing? And it's funny because the new year to me, I don't really – like there's a different energy in the air. There's a different like – aura. Like people are more happy. People are motivated. And like you get that little oomph of motivation. But going from 2019 into 2020, nothing really changed for me. I didn't have like any goal setting for that year. I just knew I was going in, finishing my first year of master's, second year of my master's degree. And I was supposed to be continuing the same position that I was working full time in through the next year and a half. So Mm -hmm. I was pretty set in my routine, pretty set in my schedule. I knew I wanted to change a few things here and there, but there wasn't much planning going into 2020, honestly, for me. What about you? Wait, that's crazy because I think about me a year ago, I literally was like, had three different planners, was like (laughs) on Google (laughs) Calendar, three different written planners, like planners, Google Calendar had like, the apps was just like, we have to do X, Y, and Z. And this is what you want to accomplish this year and all of this stuff. And so in terms of planning, like I was like five stars on it, like had the goals, had the plans, was tried to be specific because that's what everyone says, you know, like what's like, you got to be really specific and intentional with your goals. And I was like, hell yeah, I am. Like I'm going into it, right? I doing love it. it. And then it was like three months later, I was like, why did I just spend so much time doing that? It just changed everything. So I was like, perfect. Because that's also my Virgo brain. No, it's it's funny that you say that because I do feel like the new year is usually a time where a lot of people are making new decisions, starting either a new job, a new hobby, a new habit, whatever it is. And usually it is like that for me, like definitely going from 2020 into 2021, it's like that. But that year, I was just so set in my routine and like, don't get me wrong. I was a Google calendar, yeah. like, whore. Like, I'm all over it. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, I got books and planners and notepads and don't get me wrong. But for me, I'd probably give it a two star because I was just so set in my routine and so used to it that like, I just woke up the next day and I was like, all right, January 1st, let's just do our normal thing that we do. Like, Every it day. wasn't anything different for me. That's so interesting. And so since you don't really have like that much of a shift in mindset going into 2020 in regards to that planning. I know as you know, the time went on, obviously you had new goals and new things that you wanted to do, new opportunities that you wanted to pursue. So on a scale of one to five stars, how did you, how much did you follow through with your 2020 goals that you developed over time? So I didn't start setting goals until probably when quarantine started. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I realized yeah. we are in lockdown, <laughs> like things are rough. At that time, I actually decided to move back home with my mom mm-hmm. and get out of my lease in Philly. Mm-hmm. So I actually ended up moving back home for the first time in four years. Oh my god! And that was a whirlwind mm-hmm. and it was rough. 
So when I got back, I decided to set goals and to really like learn more about myself and like learn more about cohabiting with other people because I was so used to living alone in a studio apartment, like not being with people. And now there's six other people in my household that I have to work around. So it was a lot. And then also, I mean, you experience this too, grad school online. Child. Not fun. <laughs> Not it. At all. So I had to set goals in all different areas. And then I also, during that time, hired a health and fitness coach to dive back into my fitness lifestyle. Oh, wow. So literally from the month of like March to May, I set so many goals for mm-hmm. myself. And I'm not going to lie, like not to boast or anything, but I exceeded them and more by the time 2020 ended. So I would give myself a five star in that area. (laughs) You know, not many people can say that. I'm being like, and y'all listening, you know, you know what? You're one of them because not many of us, we set like New Year's resolutions. And I even kind of hesitate using resolutions. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain. um, I don't believe in resolutions. I I, I just, it has a weird connotation that I'll explain later, but. Um, in terms of goals, like I think it's just at some point we obviously just stop like the tracking. We stop like the following up with ourselves. We don't really ch- take inventory on ourselves and we can just kind of let it go, right? Let it fly. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really amazing that you started later in maybe doing those things, but then you you kept it up and you achieved more. For me, it kind of flip-flopped where I had set the goals and the plans in the beginning And then I kind of stopped caring about doing the goals and all that stuff and just did things as they came. And I was like, oh, I would feel good about – I would kind of see my reactions to certain things. I'd be like, oh, I like this. I feel good about this. I feel happy about this. Let me continue. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like, oh, it's a goal, you know? So I I didn't like kind of keep on top of it like that. But I think now I'm – towards the end of 2020, I started to feel like, oh, I should start doing that again and really start – being on top of that. So I give myself like a, like a three. So <laughs> I'll be nicer to, to myself. <laughs> to follow up on that though, I do want to preface with the fact that I learned during that time of how important it is to take, and I preach this on my podcast, if you've listened to The Purpose Project, I preach, take it 24 hours at a time, mm. take it day by day. And I learned that last year wholeheartedly that Although we may have goals, I had goals to lose weight, gain muscle in my fitness routine, get X amount of grades in my grad school, do this, this, whatever it was. Yes, they were end of the year goals, but I also set, and we can talk about this in a little bit when we talk about goal setting, but I also set daily goals for myself. And like, like you said, I completely agree with the fact that like if something came up and I was like, oh, I like that. That feels good. I'm going to go with that. Or no, this isn't working for me right now. I'm going to come back to this in like a week or a month. Mm -hmm. So it's really it's my way or um, Amma's way. It's really if you're listening to this, there's no right way in 2020. Right. 2020 was a dumpster fire, <laughs> and we can't, <laughs> we can't really do anything about it. So, however you got through it, you're in 2021. You made yeah, it. Yeah, you did like, it. In in going into the new year, I know you said on your podcast that there are two words that you want to focus on. Um, tell our listeners what are they and why. So when I talked about this episode, I have actually changed it since then. Oh, I'm already pivoting and evolving. Already pivoting and evolving. <laughs> it's just who I am. I can't help it. But so those original words I had were yes and intentional. So for me, yes means stop making excuses for myself and just do the things that I want to yeah. do. I have for 
the past like seven or eight years of my life have wanted to start a photography business. Mm-hmm. I have big passion for photography. I love photography, but I always tell myself there's not enough time in the day. I don't have the equipment. I don't have the money. I don't mm, – do I really want to waste my time on that or is that worth it? Like I would go through these back and forths when deep in my heart, it's all I can think about. I wake up every day thinking about it. So why am I not just doing it and saying yes to things that scare me? That's just plain and simple. Starting a YouTube channel, that happened when I started the podcast. I just need to say yes to more mm-hmm. things. So that's where the word yes came in. And then I added intentional on top of that because I want to make sure those yeses are intentional. I'm not just saying yes to everything that falls in my path because mm-hmm. that's when I burn out. So yes and intentional work hand in hand with how I changed it and evolved it. But now it is more yes, more no, more me. So what that means is it puts a hand in hand because my therapist told me, (laughs) she was like, I was telling her about like the word yes. And she was like, that's great. But doesn't it seem like you say yes to too many things? Maybe you should say more no instead. Mm. And I was like, that just sounds like I'm contradicting myself if I'm trying to say yes and no. So I made it into like a little slogan. So more yes, saying more yes to things that scare me, more no, things that don't like find purpose in my life and things that I don't, my time is valuable basically. So I'm not just going to say yes to everyone and everything that comes in my path. So saying no to more and then with those two will end up becoming more me, more intentionally me and just doing more things for me to better myself in the future. That was a long-winded answer, but I literally, there's the evolution of it. I literally <laughs> love you anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like – I'm sitting here like, oh, just my dream, like, person. Like, this is what I want to – like, I want to embody that. Like, that's – and that's something that heart. I really relate to because I think especially in my post-grad – my immediate post-grad experience – um, I realized very quickly that I was someone in college who just said yes to everything. Actually, not even in college, just mm-hmm. in my life. I just said yes to everything. Yeah. And I always preach this, like, I want to give my 100% to everyone and everything. I want to put my full self. And I didn't. it didn't hit me that I didn't do that or I didn't feel like I did until after I was kind of outside that bubble where I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel exhausted. And I don't really mm-hmm. know what I got out of those things for me, right? Because it's kind of like you're pleasing everybody. And I think it helps you to better understand how you can give back or help people or do whatever you want to do if you understand yourself well enough to know, okay, this is what makes me feel good. This is what I want to say yes to. This is what I need to say no to right now, maybe later. I love that you changed it and like changed it to not only just something that's binary yes and no but it's yes no me yeah don't worry it's gonna change again i'm I'm not doubting (laughs) it it's gonna change in a month check in in a month y'all it's gonna change but you are absolutely right with that and i think the one thing that i really learned in 2020 was that my time and my energy is so valuable Mm. and yes it may be selfish like people can call me selfish if i'm taking time for me Mm -hmm. and like protecting my energy but in order to fulfill our purpose and to do what we have to do and to like give back to people and be there for our family, our friends, our relationships, whatever is in our life, we need to internally be good. And that means protecting your time and protecting your energy and saying no to more things and saying yes to more things that mean more to you. Mm -hmm. So spending a little extra time on the podcast because that means stuff to us instead of going out to a bar, not that bars are open. But like (laughs) I, there were many times like, 
when I had a, like a different side hustle back before COVID, I would decide to stay in instead of going out because I wanted to make sure that I was using my time wisely instead of just going to drink. Yes, that's fun. And hanging out with friends is fun. And we all deserve that. But there are some times that you need to consider like, what's worth my energy and what's worth my time and what's going to really lead to my purpose and protect my why too, if that no, makes sense. Exactly. 100%. And that kind of, I thought about those exact things when I was coming up with a word for my, or words, I guess, for my, um, for this year. And I know I posted this on Instagram. So if you've seen this already, how you got the sneak peek of it, but <laughs> my <laughs> word is evolve. You know, I've always kind of knew this, but it didn't hit me until 2020 that I'm someone who loves to innovate and change and adjust. I realized I, that I can actually be comfortable with it, right? Because mm-hmm. I think there's almost, there's a very scary connotation that comes along with evolving and innovation because you're coming up with something new, you're being creative and you're putting something out into the world that you're not really sure how people are going to receive it, regardless if it's something personal or business or whatever, because it's not the traditional thing. So when you're already kind of going against the grain, it's kind of, it's daunting, right? Because you just don't know how people will receive it. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm someone who definitely, I'm, you know, I definitely, put a lot of emphasis on what other people think. Um, and I really, in the past two years or so, I've definitely moved away from that. 2020 had really given me enough time to reflect and understand myself and know that those are the things that excite, excite me. You know, it's funny how everyone mm-hmm. kind of talked about 2020 as that dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire. It was, <laughs> but I think, you know, something that someone had <laughs> asked me, one of my, my friends had asked me, he said, okay, which which year was worse, 2015 or 2020? I don't really know why he picked 2015 because 2015, was it, I don't know, was it bad? <laughs> I think 2016 was worse maybe just overall, <laughs> but I don't know. But he asked me that. He asked me that and he's like, which one is, was better for you? I think, I don't think 2015 was a bad year personally, but I would pick 2020 over 2015. And he was surprised. And I was, he's like, why? Like, everything is so bad right now. And I said, you know what? Because I think this was the year where we had to take a pause and actually listen, right? Like, we are forced to listen to each other. We are forced to sit down with ourselves and listen to ourselves and listen to others and realize what is working and what's not. I really wanted to go into 2020 knowing that this is something I love and I want to be unapologetic about evolving and innovating and changing and adjusting and not looking at, Mm -hmm. you know, this year or next couple of years, whatever, in that lens of, oh, like this, this was bad. No, like we are learning lessons as we go. Like, yeah, (laughs) the pandemic sucks, but I understand myself so much more because of that time. I, I love that. I love the word evolve. I also love the reflection that you mentioned about 2020. Like, yes, we joke that it was crap and that bad things happened. But like you said, we learned so much about ourselves during this past year, like mm-hmm. that we would have never had to deal with. We were able to connect with a lot of different people that maybe we wouldn't yeah. have been able to connect yeah. with, like via Zoom and online. Like, like I don't believe that I would have thrown myself as much into the podcast no as way. I did if it weren't for the pandemic. Yeah. And be- yeah, right? And because of the pandemic, we gained so many yeah, yeah. wonderful individuals. Like we were able to meet, like we're able to connect now. Like it's so cool. Like if there wasn't a pandemic, I would be on my way down to DC to see you. Like, <laughs> like I, I truly I believe that it. 2020 wasn't as awful as we believe it to be. And when we look back at it in like mm. five, 10 years from now, 
I truly believe that I'm going to be able to say that 2020 was the year that changed me and that flipped mm-hmm. the switch in me and that allowed me to realize, enjoy the little moments every day and to just keep moving. And you're allowed to change every single day and pivot and evolve with every mm-hmm. single moment because that's what's going to make us human. We learn, yeah. we grow, we fail, all the things. Yeah. And I know everyone's experience is different. I'm really, I am really cognizant of that. And a lot of traumatic things also happened last yes. year. So I'm not, not invalidating those things, but yeah. I, I do realize, I think it's just important for us to move forward in, in trying to reframe our, you know, how we think about these things, because it also will change how we approach certain things in approaching 2021 like what was your method like like what was your goal setting plan did you have a plan did you approach it differently than how you did initially in 2020 um yeah how was that for you yeah so i think i've just learned and we've all learned i think every single time i ask someone what's the number one thing you learned in 2020 and everyone just says grace just giving myself grace and understanding mm. when things go wrong. I'm allowed to be emotional. I'm allowed to do this. You are allowed. And that is something that I'm trying to bring into 2021. So I do have broad goals set. So I don't have very yeah. specific, I want to reach this goal by this date or this time. I just, it's more about general things that I want to do, general places I want to be. I want to get a dog. So I'm not going to be specific on when that happens, what time that happens, what dog, the kind of dog that is, like adopt yeah. by I don't I don't know what that's going to be, but it's a very general thing. So I think that's important as well because I know myself, especially after last year, I can get really disappointed if I don't reach a goal that I was hoping for. Me too. Mm-hmm. So by creating and I I do promote like smart goals, like specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic and time-based. It's not to get all classy on you. But <laughs> no no girl we we know we know spell that out (laughs) but I do believe in that and I do think that's smart not to be punny but smart for certain goals but I also believe that going off of 2020 into 2021 we need to take it day by day like that's why we are at January 9th and I have already changed my mantra of the year we're not even Mm -hmm. I changed this a weekend like on the 7th like it's only been a week and I already changed it (laughs) So I think it's that's the mindset I'm going with is like every day, let's focus and see what changes and see where we need to move and evolve and pivot. Like our mantras girl work hand in hand. Like it's great. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, I love it. And I think you touched upon something that's interesting because I think when a lot of people, at least when I, at least when I um, listen to other podcasts or other YouTubers or whatever, a lot of the content that's focused around goal setting is always very like and manifestation in particular it's always very specific and very like you need to write this detail down you need to say this over and over again which yes to a certain extent yes it's true but it's always like the detail the detail what's the specific goal by this time all that stuff um and i think you know, I was having, I was thinking about this yesterday because I was, yesterday was kind of like my goal setting day. Yes, I waited until like a few weeks into 2021 to do that because I don't (laughs) do whatever you want. Like you start tomorrow if you want to do something new, right? Or you start right now. That's how it is. You don't wait till the new year. And so um, I had some time yesterday and I I did that for myself. And uh, I just think, at least for me too, I agree with you where 
I get disappointed if I don't meet that detailed specific goal that, you know, I set at the beginning of the year or halfway through the year or whatever it is, because I was like, oh, well, I was didn't work hard enough. I didn't push hard enough for this or something went wrong. Um, and I think especially with the last year, it's shown us that we need to be okay with things not going the way they go, <laughs> but also just to be a little less harsh on ourselves. And so, yes, I think I think it's important, obviously, for manif- manifestation and goal setting that you do be specific and knowing what you want because it will help you also recognize when the thing you want is in front of you. But I think in terms of holding ourselves accountable mm-hmm. lead to being just a little bit too harsh on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're doing the best we can, that's that's it. And going but- off of that, it's also being realistic and honest with ourselves about what is attainable yeah. and what isn't. Because if you set super high expectations of yourself to do X number by X date, like you're gonna, just going to end up disappointed. So you just need to really sit down mm-hmm. with yourself, even have a goal setting day like you did, and just sit back and be like, what can I actually accomplish? What do I actually no. want to do? What's actually realistic and not just some number I pulled off of someone else's goals? Like that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. Don't compare your goals to someone else's goals and your right. success to someone else's success. I just had to add that in there because I feel like a lot of the times we – can really expect a lot out of ourselves when yeah. in reality it's not realistic at all. No. And I think that leads to also how we actually follow through with these goals. Something I learned um, right after graduation that really kind of changed my perspective was the fact that when we set these goals, setting this promise to yourself, right? So and a promise, that word is kind of a little bit more there's a little bit more commitment mm-hmm. there because it's like everyone always says you can't break a pinky promise, whatever. So there's silly stuff like that. But I think when it's a promise to yourself, it's to me, it's very serious. It's like, oh, no, I told myself yep. I have to do this. Right. And I think that um, if you when you're following through with these goals, if they're too uh, specific, sometimes obviously it makes you think that you are breaking the promises to yourself. With yesterday in my goal setting day, <laughs> something that I said to myself was that, you know, I do want to keep these promises to myself. These are important to me, but you know, I'm going to try and, and frame it in a way that I can actually achieve them. As you mentioned, like being realistic and, and just being honest about what you can do and what you can't do. And if you think along the way that maybe this is something you actually can do, add it in. Let's see how it works. Like adjust yeah. pivot as we kind of talked about before. Um, trying not to look at goals from an isolated perspective, really making it holistic to who you are and what you want to achieve as a person and how you want to portray and convey yourself to the rest of the world. It's a trial and error. Like you said, it's trying to see things work and things don't. And I think a suggestion I could make to individuals that are listening and maybe they're really long-term goal setters. They're like setting an overall goal for 2021. It can be really, um, what's the word for overwhelming, can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So by setting maybe weekly goals, monthly goals, trying things out and seeing mm-hmm. if it works so that you're not expected to fulfill it for an entire year. Like you aren't expected to do that. Like things are going to change. But if you're a more overall like time deadline person, start small. Daily goals, mm-hmm. weekly goals, monthly goals, and then go from there. I know that has helped me before in reaching certain goals. I get really overwhelmed by thinking about five, six, seven months down the line. But if I think about just the three mm-hmm. weeks in front of me, that's attainable. 
what were some of the overall general goals, I guess, you had for this year? Like, what was on your list? So, like I said, dog. Um, I want to the move dog, somewhere yeah. new. <laughs> I move somewhere new. I have little ideas of where I want to go, but I am very open to wherever it ends up. I just know that I love Philadelphia, but I'm not sure if this is where I want to end up for a long time. If I end up, that's another thing I've come to the terms. Like if I end up staying here for another year into 2022, that's okay. I just want to experience somewhere else. So even if that means travel, like I would love to travel this year, fingers crossed it happens. Uh, Corona bitch, please let us, let us go. Okay. (laughs) And I think the other goal I had for myself was in regards to grad school, just graduating. I know I'm going to reach that. Just so I got like five more months, one more semester and we're there. So I'll have that, that degree. And then the last thing was my, um, just fitness and health lifestyle. I really attained Mm -hmm. that in 2020, like just trying to practice it better, eating healthier, working out consistently. And I realized and learned just like you were mentioning how you learned those specific things that you liked about evolving. I know that my health and fitness routine is what really makes me happy. Like when I consistently eat well and I work out every day and I do things that are making me feel stronger and putting food in my body that energizes me and just doing all these things, I feel more whole and I feel happier. So just by prioritizing that, I don't have a number on the scale I want to reach or a certain Mm. distance I want to run. Like I'm not focusing on that. I'm just focusing on the overall trying at least once a day, do something that promotes my healthy lifestyle. And that will just get me through to the next 24 and the next 24. And not so much focusing on, like we were saying, that numerical goal that's really intimidating to some. Because not to stick on the health and fitness grind, but like a lot of people will be like coming into the new year, like, I want to lose 10 pounds by X date. That's, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you don't know if that's even attainable for your body. Like, just by setting Mm -hmm. an overall lifestyle goal that I want to do one thing every day. Maybe you want to read more. Maybe you say, I want to read one page every day. And that's actually something else I'm trying to do. My Mm -hmm. therapist told me to do it, but I was like, "Mm -hmm." I don't read a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I like skirt, skirt. I have (laughs) every single night, I read one page. Like, even if I don't want to, one page. It's just, a singular. Yes, sometimes I read more, but wow. I'm not a big reader. But I know I'm going off on tangent off from my goals. But I just no, want to remind it. people that you don't need to set these huge goals. They can be ambiguous, and you don't know where they're going to end or how they're going to shift. So if you're struggling and listening to this, like setting goals and like trying to figure that out with our conversation, try to set just overall goals, like literally something that's a big umbrella and so many things can fit under it because that will make it so much easier for you to integrate that. No, I agree 100%. I'm actually like, as you're talking, I pulled up my list. <laughs> I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> Hold on. And I also, I did the same thing where I, I literally had an a, um, umbrella of just different, just yeah. general things I want to do, general topics. And one of the things, for example, just to share um, under my personal category, I just had, you know, educating myself more Mm -hmm. because I'm someone who loves to learn and, you know, loves to share different perspectives. As you guys know, on this podcast, if you've listened to it before, I really find a lot of value in sharing the stories of others and getting to understand people's experiences. And I think that really comes from just educating yourself 
And um, that could be related to any anything, people, business, like whatever. Um, and so for me, I actually wrote, you know, just making a general habit of reading like current event. I mean, I already do this, but yeah. just di- like diving in deeper, reading about business, industry news, understanding those things, talking to people about it. Is there anything else that you want to say, you know, in terms of your podcast or what you want people to take away from this? I know you kind of already touched upon it um, in the episode, but is there anything else you want to leave us with? I can't believe we're already like at the end of this because I feel like this happened in two minutes. <laughs> I love talking Girl, to you. <laughs> I know. I I think we really hit on every area that we really could. But I think the one thing I would just like to drive home and just remind you, if you're listening to this and you're just struggling trying to figure out how to move from 2020 into 2021 and like we said, trying to find that silver lining on the situation at hand, trying to set those goals, don't compare yourself to others. And that's one thing, especially with goal setting, you're going to see all of these influencers and these YouTubers posting all these 2021 year setting goal setting videos, like how to reach your goals in 2021. Those are great Mm -hmm. at a point. You can only consume so much of them because you start to compare. And when that starts happening, shut everything off. And like Amo was just talking about, go do the things that you love and the things that you enjoy and the things that bring you happiness and bring you peace. And don't compare that to someone else's happiness and peace. So take some time today after you listen to this episode and just figure out what that is and really hone in on that with the new year. And that's what your goals should be surrounded around. But yeah. I agree 100% because this is the thing with content creators. and We are content creators. So listen, I'm not hating on anyone. I'm not even trying to say anything negative. We are (laughs) content creators. But I think sometimes we overdo it, right? I think everyone is always looking for like we we want to put the most relevant content out there for you guys and i think we get inundated with just so much of of these things as you mentioned you know the goal setting like how to you know set your start your 2021 right it's the same thing as you know when the pandemic happened <laughs> all i saw on youtube and, and instagram was this is what i'm doing to be productive how oh are my you, God. you maximizing your the word time? productive just- was in Everything. Mm-hmm. I don't even think people knew the actual meaning of productive. They were just throwing it in there. No. It, oh my God. It angers <laughs> me. Anyways. They were like, good morning. This is my to-do list. I'm like, I really, I'm glad I can see your to-do list for inspiration. You know, I can see what other people are doing, but how, and this is, is this like applying to me right now? I just feel over like overwhelmed because I feel like I'm not doing anything because I'm literally sitting on Instagram looking at your to-do list and not I'm doing anything. I'm watching you mine. being quote so unquote like- productive. And I bet you after they showed that this is my to-do list, they didn't do anything. Not to hate. No hate on y'all. <laughs> but like, I, I remember what the that- hell. Why are we, why are we literally doing this to ourselves and comparing our productivity schedules to other people? Shouldn't you just do yeah. what you want? That's plain and simple, y'all. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it. See, it's supposed to be inspiration. That's how I. It's inspiration, but it shouldn't be like my regulation. Like, I shouldn't have my requirement to be like following exactly what other people are doing. You put that in a quote. You quote that. It's not inspiration, regulation, whatever you just said. Listen back and quote that because that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. It's the little moments like that, you know. But anyway. Emily, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know how much I love you. I literally cannot speak even like more highly of you. Everyone needs to go check out The Purpose Project because honestly, 
that is one of the podcasts I really consistently um, listen to. And I've gotten so many ideas from that. Um, but you guys, I think you should check out The Purpose Project. Um, and you'll understand what I'm talking about from like the first episode you listen to. So <laughs> I will link down all of her um, platforms down below so you guys can check her out on social and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to your content. Um, and Emily, I hope I can have you back here soon. And I will be on Emily's podcast yes. soon too as well. We'll do a podcast swap. Well, thank so, you. Yeah. My teeth are grinning. Like it hurts to smile right now because I'm smiling so much. Thank you so much for your kind words. And yes, you can find everything down in the show notes. And I'd be happy to have you all join the Purpose Fam. And Ama will be on one of my episodes in the very near future. So definitely come over, subscribe, and keep a lookout for that. Because if you loved this content, you're gonna love that too. Thanks, Emily. I'll talk to you soon. Hey. Bye. <laughs> Hope you love the conversation. If you like this content and are craving more, make sure to subscribe to the pod and check out the show notes to catch up with me on social, find behind the scenes content and more fun. Until next time, I'll be here in my bonnet. Bye.